0: Guess, guess, guess Guess who got brands talking? Brandlife.co.za.
1: Good morning to all our listeners, and I hope you are having an awesome day. (laughs) We are thrilled to have you back in the universe of the Witty Chatterbots. We are coming live from the bohemian city of Marvel, from Brand Live Studio. I'm Carmen Murray, tech visionary, and I'm with my double trouble, Jessica McIndoe, social media
0: friendly. Morning, Jessie. Morning, Carms. It's a lovely, hot day today. I am telling
1: (laughs) you, I'm telling you, I'm actually not dressed properly for this day, but... Yeah, it is what it is. Now yeah. I'm just going to have to survive. No, it's cold <laughs> in the
0: morning, hot in the afternoon.
1: Like, you know, you just never know. Winter's coming. Oh, my goodness. Listen, guys. So how's this for irony? Today is frozen food day. And fr- this is like an international day. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. It is Eat international frozen carrots. food day. Yes, we have this enduring crisis with listeriosis outbreak. I hope I've said that correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, which has got symptoms like the flu. Or I think the outbreak has had like 948 cases and we've had 180 deaths already. And I'm sure mm. that you've seen all over the news, um, frozen foods, but especially Enterprise and Rainbow. Pologna, um, all of uh, the bacons and all those things. Uh, So, guys, be careful. Um, I think that there's a policy that you can actually take the food back. Hey, Jess, I think you can take it back and get refunded. Exactly. Um, You know, especially if you're a pregnant mommy as well. Um, just be careful because um, that could have severe um, uh, repercussions, if I can put it that way. Yeah, you know,
0: go to the doctor. Yeah, you think you're not well? Just go and check it out.
1: Yes, don't don't. It's not like you know, like a flu that you just ignore. If you get a flu this season, please go and check it out. Anyway, moving on. We so so just to, so so. Jess, I don't know if I've ever told you, but I have a secret crush on Albert Einstein. I know he's not here <laughs> anymore, but I'm like obsessed with him. <laughs> And when I saw, I don't know, have you seen the Sophia robot? Yes. So the first um, robot with citizenship, they've created another one, which is Albert Einstein. And I was like, oh, my God, I would love to have that one in the house. It would just be so awesome. So um, always when people ask me if you had to choose like two or three people that you would have dinner with, the one person that always comes up mm-hmm. is Mr. Albert Einstein. I find him completely mesmerizing. So I'm just going to give you a bit of a background. I don't know if you know this. Mm-hmm. But um, so obviously Einstein is a rare icon um, and his wisdom extended far beyond the realm of science to reveal a man. He's almost had this childlike sense of thinking and imagining the world. I mean, he was always saying like if you want an a intellect or a child that's intelligent
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and learn, you read to them fairy tales. Um, he was just like oh I loved him he was just so whimsical (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but as a physicist Mm. his work is also known for its influence on the philosophy of science Um, he was one of the greatest minds ever to be alive Mm. now Mm. um One thing that a lot of people don't know, I mean, there's most that goes around that he failed maths, which is absolute nonsense, Um,
0: but uh, he
1: actually um, was an average student, and the only subject that he did well was maths. Yeah. So... That gives me hope. So I, I, did, no. I didn't do great <laughs> <laughs> at all my subjects in life, <laughs> one or two maybe. But in the end of the day, is, is that it? It's just like it proves that you know when you have a passion towards something and one particular mm. thing that you need to pursue it. Like you can't be an expert of everything, and we'll we'll unpack that later. But another thing is that he was a violinist, so he had a very creative side of things with music. Okay. And he, if he did not make, they, his friends always used to say, if he does not make these careers yeah, as a um, as a physicist, then he would pursue a career as a violinist. Hmm. I didn't
0: know that. Huh?
1: But that shows you now where the creative side comes in with all these philosophies. Because these philosophies,
0: and he loved people. But anyway, can you imagine if he was a violinist? How different the world would be. <laughs> I know
1: because we rely on his theory of relativity. I mean, okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, in 1955, mm-hmm. in those days. His net worth was one million dollars. Yeah. In those days. Oh. I mean that is like worry free life. It's like Elon Musk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I don't know about it. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> a money part, but there's a lot of other worries that these guys need to worry about. Oh yeah. my gosh. Um he's won a Nobel Peace Prize. Um he's married twice he's one wife with his last wife was his cousin um he loved women yeah anyway um but the most fascinating fascinating thing and i think that leads me into some of his quotes which we're going to unpack now and um he has one of the largest brains that's ever existed his Mm -hmm. brain is 15 percent larger than any human being and when he passed away they took his brain and i think they split his brain in two and it's Mm -hmm. gone It's actually exhibited So you can actually go and experience um, And actually look And there's a whole study that they've done on his brain When he passed Because he was just a genius And when he was born Mm -hmm. They were very concerned because his head was like So um, big And they thought oh my gosh uh, You know there's something wrong with him And he's not going to survive And look what happened
0: Coleman's like take me back to 1955
1: (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh so, um, what we're going to do today, Jess, is a little bit different. Mm. Um, usually, we have guests in or we we chat about about um, certain topics, but we're going to have a very broad overview today. Mm. So, we're going to look at some of Einstein's quotes.
0: Yes, I and love some his
1: quotes. on the things because those quotes inspire me so much, and how that applies to today, and then that can be our our conversation, our starting point for a topic. Perfect. And let's see where it takes us because yeah. you know. Yeah. You know how it goes. Okay, <laughs> the Jess. producer's
0: laughing here, going, "Yeah, it's the chatterbots again."
1: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna start off with the quote, and then mm-hmm. you tell us what's on your mind. Okay. Okay. So one of Albert Einstein's um, quotes, which is a quote that has a very deep meaning to me, and I'll I'll, t- I'll tell you guys later. But mm. everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing. That it's
0: stupid. This is one of my favorite quotes. I actually shared it on LinkedIn. And it's really, really true. So I think really on this quote from Albert Einstein, for me, it really talks around, you know, that everybody has the ability to be clever. And it's just really around if we think from in terms of leadership. Mm-hmm. Like, you know... Just like they say, if you judge a fish to climb a tree, a fish can never climb a tree. Yeah. So you know, it's really around how you, as a leader, inspire and empower someone to climb that tree. Yes.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So you know. And it's, and and that's true. I mean, like, if you had to put me in uh, in an environment and say um, that I need to become a doctor.
0: <laughs> oh no! I would be a disaster at that. I would
1: hate my life. Because yes. I don't like blood and I don't, I, I love human beings, but I don't like to know what's going on inside them. <laughs> um, I'm not even my, I, yeah. Anyway, I mean, the, the, the interesting thing is, is that, um, also based on this, is that if we look, if we go back into the schooling, and you you had some very interesting points on this, but if you look at children and how children are learning. So if we look at a car, the cars that we have today, Mm. And the cars that we had in the when when did the first car come out, oh my gosh say oh so in time the forties okay oh gosh, <laughs> don't kill me if I'm wrong, I don't have We're the the, t- the time frame right um but if you compare what a car was.
0: Then and what it is today, it's evolved, right? Yeah, actually on that point, right? Yeah. So my friend <laughs> they hired a car when they went overseas. Yeah. And the kids were, didn't know how to open the windows because they still had windy things at the back. And they were trying <laughs> to find the button and couldn't like dad, how do we open the window? Oh my the gosh. kids didn't know how to didn't know you had this little windy handle. <laughs> <laughs> same. Um but
1: uh, but just um on that. So If you look, okay, right, you have an old car that's evolved into this new car. We even have electric cars now, and gosh, soon cars are going to fly to Mars. I don't know. Um, But then we look at um, the phone and Mm. what the phone was and what it is today Mm. and how it's Mm. evolved. But the one thing it never evolved is Socrates' style of education. So Mm. education, the way it was taught many years ago, is still the same methodology that we use today. And that's something that I think is absolute nonsense.
0: No, agreed. I, I think I was telling you the one time. So, you know, I was a financial manager for years, so we had to sit down and do math homework. Yeah. I have to tell you, math homework in grade two and three is at least an hour of time, <laughs> and uh, my little one was struggling with how to get to the answer. So we sat down and we tried this way and we tried that and because she had this kind of like, I don't like maths. And I was like, well, I like maths. So <laughs> how are we going to get there? Because at the end of the day, in my view, it's like it's not how you get to the answer. Mm. It's that you get to the right answer. So we sat down and she was like, it just It clicked. It was amazing. Like her face lit up and she was like, Yes, I get this. And we did like five pages of math and she got them all right and she felt amazing and she loved maths. And the next day she came home from school only to tell me that her teacher had told her to tell me that's not how we do it. So I may not show her that way because that is old school and they do it a specific new way. So now she sits and she still struggles. In the box. And it's like, "Hmm."
1: No, but you see, this is the problem that I have with this whole educational system. We're killing creativity. Yeah, we are. We are, um, you know, if you look at scientists, when they um, study the brain, it's like DNA with your fingerprints. There's no brain that's exactly the same. Mm, So mm. every person has a unique way of thinking and a unique way of getting to things and we're creating robots out of people yeah because um, yeah. because we, we're trying to force them to think a certain way and that's exactly what einstein meant when he said you can't force a fish to climb a tree because you never that fish is always going to think it's stupid um you know I, I i did some research and it was quite fascinating in finland mm-hmm um they were doing, um, they have this whole new impressive way of how they do school days. So they make the school days shorter. The teacher still gets the same wages. Mm-hmm. But there's a huge, huge improvement in the educational system Um, in Finland, one of the best in the world. Because what they do is they don't give homework. They give them um, projects where there's collaboration, no competition. Yeah, and that's why it outperforms because it it it, it creates an environment where it's um, team based and we have to work together to solve this problem. And you've got a talent in something, I've got a talent in something. Let's bring those talent talents together, mm-hmm. and we're one force to be reckoned with.
0: Yeah, no, I mean they did that in Cape Town where they did the yes, study. Yes, yes, yes. And you know they took the homework away, and those schools are outperforming the other schools. Um, One of the uh, things that I saw as well is about the collaboration, Mm. also in Cape Town. So uh, my other half's daughter, uh, they also did the collaboration, met at the beginning of the term, sat down on beanbags and they were given a project. They had to come up with an idea, advertise the idea, beg borrow or steal the money to make the idea happen that they had to pay back um, and then go and sell stuff at a fair and make money and see who made the most money and the whole I education like that. behind that she came and sat down and spoke to me for an hour and a half about supply and demand and economics and how it actually works like i had a full understanding from a like a, a proper physical like doing environment mm. and who's creative and who's got the money mind and who's the negotiator. See, I like
1: that. I like that. Yeah. It's like, you know, um, you know, when you work in, in your corporate environment or in your entrepreneurial environment and you have a big task at hand and you all get together in a room, okay, you're good at this, you better do this. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you do this, you do that. And um, you need to, to bring all of those um, talents together and put them in one part, you know. I, I I think um in Scandinavia I can't remember exactly when Scandinavia they've got a similar system in the school system where they say okay, what's your passion? So say for example, your passion is butterflies, then you go out and you have to go and um go and find the butterflies, research the butterflies, you need to create an environment, an ecosystem for it, you need to create a worm farm for it. And you have twelve months to so you have no so all of all of the things that you need to study in that here, like maths and and language and all of that Mm, is mm. in this project by itself because you're going to have to do mathematics and and have a budget and you're going to have to apply um, certain business rules. You're going to have to nurture the ecosystem. And um, that is the projects that they have to do for school. So your whole whole year is based on a project that you're
0: passionate about. Yeah, and I think also by having that passion, then you can kind of discover what your, your gifts are. Exactly. So, you know, you can... It's learning through something that you're passionate about much much stronger. There's only
1: one you and and, and nobody can can you know um, duplicate a, another person but this brings it back into the corporate environment is, is that we need to to really as, as leaders ensure that we empower our people to bring the best results to the business by using their best abilities um, because when you force people to do things they hate you're doing harm to your business but you're also creating an environment where people are not creative and they're not passionate.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think it's also about giving people the ability to be proactive, mm. to use the gifts, use their proactivity to to create something really, really special. I mean that's why you you're in the environment in the first place and someone's seen something in you so you know, really to inspire and get them to, to achieve something.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I hope you guys have um, learned from that quote. And Good old
0: Albert. Oh, don't, Albert. Don't make people fish. Albert.
1: <laughs> okay. So the next one, um, <clears throat> which was also an interesting thing, is um, Albert Einstein's theory of happiness. So one time he was in the streets and, oh, no, he was in a hotel, but he didn't have money with him, so he couldn't tip the bellboy. So what he did was he took a piece of paper and he wrote a quote on it Mm. and gave it to this bellboy. And this bellboy kept this, this note for many, many years. And I think last year they sold it for millions of dollars, just under $2 million, I think. And what it said was the following. A calm and modest life brings more happiness than the pursuit of success combined with constant restlessness. And that is so mm-hmm. true. Yeah, because we as human beings are becoming cravers, and mm-hmm. we are always in this pursuit of releasing that craving. Mm. So a great example is okay. Now I will call it out. Mm-hmm. Shoes. If I see a beautiful <laughs> pair of shoes, say Louboutins, and I see those shoes, I will think about them and think about what outfit they would look great with and it becomes like so obsessive like where and how i really need those pair of shoes mm. and in order for me to become peaceful and to just get over it i need to go and buy those pair of pair of shoes and basically what i'm doing is i'm releasing my craving
0: yeah so yeah. It,
1: it's not really about the shoes it's about getting rid of that anxiety feeling that you have to have that particular thing yeah. And that's why I think this is so powerful because we need to be comfortable with less is, less is more.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm reading a book at the moment as well, and about, you know, how really, because we've had so much technology and the social media and all this kind of stuff, is like we sit at home mm. and we like log on to Facebook. And everybody's sharing lovely pictures or Instagram Mm. and everyone's happy and they're having the party and they're doing – they're out and their life looks so fantastic. And then you sit there and you go, well, I'm not out. And then you get a little bit miserable Mm. and then – you get upset with yourself because you're miserable, and why are they happy and they and you're not happy, mm. and then you get more miserable because you're miserable because you were miserable. Exactly. So, and we put like this huge pressure on mm. ourselves, and it's it's key. Like what you said, like happiness is going. What makes me happy? Like, do I need to? to have all these material mm. things. Like it's the small little things that count.
1: Yeah. And I mean, also um, what, what's very important is when you have that peacefulness, it's like you choose your battles and you're like, okay, right. You know, am I really going to create this friction in my life?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, because I'd rather, um, you know, maybe I'm craving at that particular moment in time that I need to address this issue and I need to get all wound up about it. But all you're doing is stealing your own peace and mm. you need to decide who gets, the, the, who gets to steal that piece.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know,
1: and and it's making a conscious decision. Look, I mean, um, we're all human. We do get upset with each other, and we have our issues, and it's human. But I think it's important to. Uh, be centralized and balanced and in your core and to understand what what brings you that peace and that's i think his theory of happiness works for me
0: yeah no easier than done but
1: it works <laughs> okay now the other one the next one is my favorite Okay, but now I've just got a flash for (laughs) an advert, so I can't go into this. Okay, let's go into this.
0: Yay! (laughs) Oh my god. In your face, all over the place. We're online. 24-7. 24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. No doubt! <laughs> Ladies and
1: gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? The Witty Tatterbots join myself, Carmen Murray, and my double trouble, Jessica McIndoo, with our big personalities, and
0: we will present you with an insightful yet fun show. We will feature interviews with industry heavyweights and unpack everything from new technologies, marketing trends, and case studies to empower you to be ahead of the curve.
1: Join us on this exciting journey every Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock and start a conversation on hashtag
0: Witty show Hashtag W-I-T-E-E show. Thank you. You're listening to brandlive.co.za. Welcome back, everybody. If you're just joining in, you're joining the hashtag witty woman in tech empowering everyone chatty bots. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just before we went to break, uh, my double trouble Carmen Murray was uh, going through her love of her life, (laughs) (laughs) apart from her husband, of course, Albert Einstein. So we're just touching on an amazing man and some of his amazing quotes and how they, they kind of resonate with what we're going through now in the, in, in you know, know our times. So, so uh, we had to go to the ad break, and Carmen was like, oh, here's my favourite. <laughs> so let's get into the next <laughs> one, Carmen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to, to be obedient to the engineer, <laughs> producer. Okay, so um, one of the most powerful quotes I think that exists mm. is, If I had an hour to solve a problem, I'd spend 55 minutes thinking about the problem and five minutes thinking about the solutions.
0: Mm.
1: So this time of the year, I actually read an entrepreneur, which was um, very interesting. Um, This time of the year, we're focusing on finalizing our first skills. Yeah.
0: and And
1: it's planning, planning, planning and implementation is starting to happen now. Um, from March for most organisations, and the one thing is, is now it's just like fly. Now it's like run and go. You know, so mm. pick up your stuff and, and run with it. And one thing is, is that we are in a, in a in a time in our lives where we're losing a bit of ourselves. I think in in marketing because we are following tactics, not necessarily strategy yeah yeah and we are always um chasing the new and we are overwhelmed by the pace and what this leads to is is that we find quick um ways to solve problems and we focus more on the solving of the problem than the actual problem and diagnosing mm-hmm. the problem and that's why i think this is such a key thing um in exploring a problem um i read about michael cooper Uh, Michael Cooper has this way Of how you solve a problem And I really found it fascinating He said you explore the current situation The impact and consequences Which we Mm -hmm. we usually Mm -hmm. do But you need to have data to back it up And then you have to make a sentence And explain to yourself Okay, the problem that we are trying to solve Is dot 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 And you write that down And then you ask yourself Why is that a problem? And then you unpack that problem. And then when you start going, why is that a problem? You get to a new problem. And then when you get to that problem, you go, why is this a problem? And for 55 minutes, you should be going, why is this a problem?
0: Mm.
1: Until you get to the real core of the problem and the source of why that is a problem. Exactly. I
0: love that. That's I was amazing. Like, I mean, like. We always just stop at the second one, I think. Yeah, <laughs> And you got to dig deep and then find out in the end is it actually really was the original problem actually really a problem. Exactly. Yeah. So you could have focused all your energy on something that wasn't actually really the problem. Exactly.
1: I mean, yeah. look at um, the theory of relativity. I don't know if you've ever watched the documentary of Albert Einstein, but when he um, had this idea in his head and like really wanted to get to the bottom of it, he was obsessed with it. Mm. And it was years and years for him to to get to this and where it actually got acknowledged by the universities and by other scientists and where um, it was an official paper. Um, and it was it was like truly an obsession for him to solve this problem because he was thinking about it quite a lot. Mm. And many times I think what we do is, is like we give up. We so easily um, get confronted with the situation or with the problem in our lives that we, we think that we don't have the ability to deal with it and to handle it and to fix it. Mm. But we do. We just need
0: to think a lot more about it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's about thinking and being strategic and in what you want to tackle. Exactly. Well. Like I think if we take all like with the quotes in that is where a person has a passion and finding that passion and finding the real root cause of the problem and strategically focusing your mm. efforts. That's like it's it's key. It's, yeah. You know? And you get to the solution in the end. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so um another thing about Albert Einstein is I think we all use this um somehow in business we always say we cannot solve problems with the same thinking we used when we created them Mm. we need to be creative problem solvers yeah and i love the idea of doing things differently like some people actually have i was talking to um, a lady this week in her office she the thing that's got the most insurance in her office is lego Yeah. Over 40,000 rands worth of Lego because that is what they use for strategy sessions and that's what they use for problem solving is just like building, building while they're thinking. Mm. And that creativity unleashes something completely new for them.
0: That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I love Lego.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it's moving away from lateral thinking and I think design thinking has become um, really very important and and a big trend. Mm -hmm. But one thing that we need to also understand is that linear thinking isn't doesn't really exist. Yeah. And we tend to solve problems with linear thinking. I mean, I think we all do that. Yeah. Um it, and if you think about how a customer makes a decision, um, if you look at the McKinsey um, customer journey, it's in circular motion. It's like it. it's not linear. Okay, now I'm going to go to your website. I get awareness. Now this is going to happen. It, everybody comes in and out at, on their own journeys. And it's mm, important mm. that we understand that yeah. and use the imagination part of how we're going to become part of all of those journeys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, when people say think outside the box Yeah. or like what box, if you don't have the imagination and you don't give people the chance to be creative, then there'll always be that box. Like it's the whole how to to get outside of that zone and encourage people to be more creative and insightful
1: exactly i mean for me personally when i'm in in the strategy session i think every single word i say is
0: imagine we could do this imagine
1: we could do this that's because you're an imagineer (laughs) i love imagining um the possibilities and they say if you can imagine it you can create it if we look at Everything that we have around us today is because somebody had the courage to imagine, and somebody was curious enough mm. to understand how to to do something. Yeah. Um. You know, if I look at uh, she's uh, like, I should maybe start studying how to make a shoe. <laughs> yeah, it'll save you lots. <laughs> <laughs> See if I can get to something different. You, you'll you'll don't have make a, a lot of ankle. money.
0: You'll be like. I have to solve the, the problem range. of this ankle
1: today. Guys, I have to tell you, I wore high heels last <laughs> week. I don't know what happened, but I have this huge swollen ankle. I can hardly walk and hardly drive, never mind. And this is all because of a shoe and a high heel. Anyway, th- yeah, that's so superficial. Good. But I mean, like, <laughs> just to get back, back to um, the creative problem solving is that... I think it's important also, um, one of the other things that Albert says is that the true sign of intelligence is not knowledge but imagination. Yeah. Read fairy tale books. I mean, like somebody was telling me the story of the the Emperor. Oh yes, yeah. I was like, yes, see, you know, like actually think about that story. There's so many ways of how you can connect that to your to your life and mm. and how um the little boy saw the Um, what was it with the parade and he saw that he wasn't really wearing clothing and he was naked and how this boy called it out and everybody else could see it but they didn't say it and the authenticity and calling people out Mm. is sometimes a good thing, Yeah, you know? No. Um, for me, it's like there's so many ways of applying that. But getting back to create um, creative problem solver solvers, I think you need to modify your thinking, go through mm-hmm. a whole discovery way and try and do things differently. Like, um, you know, don't think linear, um, mm-hmm. as Albert would say. The subatomic particle of creativity is the idea.
0: Exactly. I use that at home with my little one. So when you get to the why stage, like why? Mm. I always say, why not? Mm. And the most amazing things come out of her imagination of why not, (laughs) rather (laughs) than me giving her advice on the why, because I don't have all the answers. No,
1: exactly. And you sometimes, and this is the whole thing of being an adult, is that you need to learn to solve problems creatively. You know, the one thing about Albert that was fascinating for me um, when I was reading about him is that he actually, when he had to solve a problem, he created a children's book out of a problem. Hmm. So he used to draw pictures that tells the story of the problem and yeah. it became like a children's book and it almost like reminds me of Dr. Seuss like Dr. Seuss as well like this yes, like yeah. crazy like <laughs> imagination <It's laughs> that, like, yeah and the stories and the lessons behind it and I think it's sometimes important you know when you are starting to explore um, that that, problem that you Mm. need to become very very creative and draw and somebody once told me um, something very cool it's like you always, when you start with something and you want to solve a problem, you start with a pencil and a piece of paper because that motion of drawing and the fact that it's not permanent and you mm. can actually rub it out yeah. has something that it releases in your cortex mm. and the way that you design and the way that you think and do your mind maps. And I, yeah. and I started doing that. I must say it
0: makes a huge difference. Yeah, I know. I'm a big fan of mind maps. I have like 50 million colors. Like, no one would understand the page, but it's like, how does it all go together? And it becomes this <laughs> creative, like, mind splurge of stuff. And you're like, yeah, I can see it. And that was it's so, your so important. Little clouds. <laughs> clouds. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: uh, so the next one, which you're probably all familiar with, is insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So a person who never made a mistake never tried anything new.
0: Yeah. So... Jess, what do you think? Well, this is one of the the big things for me is like I really believe that you need to be proactive and try Mm. because if you sit and work on this thing for a long, long time, you're never going to get it right. Mm. So you just try. Mm. Like I I do it when I'm doing my lectures and I say there's no such thing as a social media expert. Mm. There isn't. We all try. We Mm. have a guess. We think this is what we're doing then we go out there and we try and then we learn. Mm. So if you if you don't experiment and you don't try and you don't try again and try again, mm. then you actually set yourself up for failure because it's like, oh, well, that didn't work. Mm.
1: No, I agreed. Um, I also think that the, the thing that we need to remember is all about fail fast. I yeah. think so many times when we do things like, we, we have a project in our heads, something that we want to achieve, mm. and we're working so hard to perfect it. Yeah. And once we put it out, we're so committed to it. And if it doesn't work, we are just leaving it there because we feel that we need to have it out there because we've put so much time into mm. it. And the important thing is also, um, you know, is to understand with bold experimentation, what is it that's not working? Mm-hmm. And, you know, is there a way of fixing it? But if you if you perfect things and put it out there, you're wasting precious time of fixing things.
0: Yeah. And like you said, fail fast, but also fail forward. Yeah. Like yeah, next one and the next one and the next one until you get it right.
1: Yeah. I mean, like if you look at Elon Musk, you see how many times has he failed? And you know what? he He's just persistent even with his last bit of money. And he gambles a lot of his own re- reven- revenue. But his income, I mean paypal when he sold the business mm, mm-hmm. um experimenting um, with the space uh, mission i mean like it's just insane the persistence that this man has and yeah. he he manages to get things and he's, he's willing to gamble and risk takers mm-hmm. are those people that actually and i mean i'm on that journey as well but i mean risk takers are are people that will survive because you you are forcing yourself to to be creative
0: yeah yeah i mean and Like you said, persistence, Mm. and if you don't, take the chance, and you're trying to sit there making it it perfect, you'll never get that result.
1: Exactly. So, there's no way of avoiding poor results. It's just being um, tactical, and also don't confuse movement with progress. Mm. You know... you need to you need to understand the, the difference. Um, where you're being actually oh, I'm seeing that I have to like start talking quickly. I can't uh, go into no. the next one. But yeah, <laughs> no. so very important. Don't confuse movement with progress. And I think the last one that we can cover today, um, from Albert Einstein is learn from yesterday, live for today, hope for tomorrow. The important thing is not to stop questioning.
0: So, you had an interesting point on that. Uh, yeah, I think it's like really around, you know, if you, you're questioning things, and we said like going and trying things and the why. Because if you have a why, then you've got the how. So, mm. you con- continuously optimize. So, when you're doing stuff, you, you're continuously learning. And if you're not continuously learning, then you can't optimize, and you can't improve, and you you can't get to the end goal of of driving that passion. Mm. So you you know you have to you have to question every everything. So why didn't this work? How are we going to improve this? Why did I not get my pay rise? You know h- how can I improve? What can I do better? So always ask those questions. Like never stop asking. You n- nobody knows everything. Always always ask questions.
1: And I think it's um, questioning things as well in life. I think that um, rules were set by ancestors and these things that we in society live by all of these certain rules. And I think you need to be curious and you need to question things. Why is it that society tells me that I need to do something this way or that way? Um, yeah. Because that is where the box thinking starts, where we think that that's the only way to a solution and we become robotic about it. Mm-hmm. But when you start questioning things and you go into the depth of uh, the depth and um, why that was a, an idea or a rule that was set in society, because you also need to remember when the rules are set, it was set around a certain environment. Mm. So, those rules won't necessarily reply um, apply reply I'm so used to email. those yeah. rules won't necessarily apply and there's this famous saying also by Albert Einstein which says first you learn the ru- learn the rules yeah and then you you play it. first you learn the rules of the game then you play the game
0: yeah.
1: and um, that's important in life but I think I think everything ties in together and if if we just quickly um, go through it again in terms of leadership, um, mm-hmm. Not to force a fish to climb a tree, and to embrace people's differences. The theory of happiness.
0: Yeah, yeah. So don't don't have the want, want, want. Just e- do the. You know, what what makes me happy. Let exactly. Me happy.
1: And peacefulness and, and and applying that in your whole environment. Um, also think about problems more or think how you solve the problem rather than the solution because that will automatically yeah. come and being creative around solving those problems, but also not to be in a position where you're so obsessed that you never get it out out there so that you can learn the lessons and you know, um, fail fast and then and and see where things go wrong so that you can improve things don't sit and hold on things for too long and optimize and f- that's it i think that's all we've got
0: time for for today yeah be an albert
1: thank you <laughs> albert
0: yes <Mwah. laughs> bye now cheers harnessing the power of talk radio. Brandlive.co.za.